Hey gang, this is Mike Totorella, otherwise known as Lucci, and you're listening to the Refill and Chill podcast. Stay tuned to the end of the pod for a preview of my new mix, Bangerade, Volume 2. Consume responsibly. I need a refill. <laughs> There are too many of them. What are we going to do? You and the chosen one! This is the way. Welcome back to another Refill and Chill. I'm your host, Dylan Fields, and I'm here with my very special Star Wars Saturday co-host, Brandon Park. Brandon, what's up? What's good, Dylan? It's another marvelous Star Wars Saturday here in town. We've got so much to talk about before next week's big, big premiere of Kenobi. Are you excited? Only a little bit. Oh, yeah, me too. I mean, I'm like, I'm not like that excited, but like totally overly excited. I mean, I don't really want to wait any longer, but I mean, hmm. yes, I'm excited. Have Absolutely. you seen Have you seen the new Vanity Fair magazine cover? No, I have not actually. Oh my gosh. It features Rosario Dawson's Ahsoka Tano, Pedro Pascal, The Mandalorian. Obi Wan Kenobi. Was? Yep, I saw yeah. that. Then. All four of them are on the cover, and then uh, it looks sick. That is. Sick. It says the rebellion will be televised, and inside the master plan for a fleet of new shows. Um, they had a lot of stories come out of that, but most importantly, it leads to the question: What's going to come out of that? Are we going to see? some crossovers between possibly the Mandalorian and Kenobi or Ahsoka or Andor. Um, I don't think of uh, Mando possible, but I guess it's still a possibility. Um, I don't really see Mando having a crossover with Kenobi at least. Um, but when it comes to Ahsoka, um, very possible. Oh yeah. Speaking of all those shows, um, I did kind of want to do a little rundown of when all the shows are set to premiere. They did just have, um, what do they call it, Disney Upfront. They kind of just like announced a bunch of Disney stuff going on. And I think the Vanity Fair uh, magazine actually said a lot of this stuff. But um, Mando Season 3 is set to release late 2022 or early 23. And or is set for late summer of 2022 which will be right right there with She-Hulk. So that'd be pretty cool to have both of those. Yeah, absolutely. Then Ahsoka set to premiere in 2023 on all on Disney+. Plus. Um, I did want to talk about Andor a little bit more than the others since it is the next show to come out after Kenobi. There was a backstory um, talked about, I saw on Twitter the other day, it says that Andor is described as a refugee story with desperate people fleeing from the Empire at the full force of its power. Diego Luna, who plays Cassian Andor, says that it's the journey of a migrant. That feeling of having to move is being, oh, I'm sorry, that feeling of having to move is behind this story very profoundly, very strong. That shapes you as a person. 
So do you think with him being casted in this, we're going to get more of a Rogue One feel compared to I, I think so. Yeah, I'm really hoping so. Uh, I really enjoyed Rogue One. Uh, Me too. It, um, for um, May the 4th recently. Mm-hmm. Um, still to this day, one of my favorite Star Wars projects. Um, Me too. Very underrated still. Um, but yeah, I'm definitely looking forward to that. Um, but you know, Kenobi, Kenobi's the one. I don't think I've waited more for a series other than Book of Boba Fett. But this one, this honestly, is, yeah. I'm more I'm more excited for Kenobi than I was for Book of Boba Fett. Yeah, nothing tops Kenobi. Nothing from Marvel that's come out on Disney Plus has topped what I'm feeling for Kenobi. Like I've been waiting since they've announced Kenobi. Oh, yeah, absolutely. The only thing I know about Andor is it says that it will begin by showing the destruction of Andor's birth world, then follow him into adulthood. His adopted home will become the base of our whole first season, and we watch that place become radicalized, showrunner Tony Gilroy says. So we got um, we got a lot of stuff coming. I'm very, very excited. Um, obviously, we have so much going on that we're going to be busy for a while but i'm cool with that <laughs> yeah absolutely um and if i'm not mistaken this is going to be our last episode before uh our kenobi um extravaganza yep <laughs> yeah <laughs> our big oh, extravaganza yeah. um yeah but we'll talk more about that later as we get into the final thoughts before kenobi um i did see this the other day did you know that John Favreau, before he was hired in as the um, writer for Mandalorian, he he was like, you know, talking about it. He interviewed for it. And before he knew he was hired, he had already four episodes written. That's nuts. That's a lot of, you know, dedication and gambling, really. I mean, that's a lot of time just, you know, spent mm-hmm. on that without being guaranteed the job. Um, but honestly... I, I that makes me respect it even more him as a writer um you know he's just it just shows that he's really dedicated to his projects um so as a fan i really appreciate that that's actually really cool yeah did you see all of the um pictures recently of hayden christensen with the lightsaber practicing yeah i have that's <laughs> awesome I he literally i think he is one of the biggest like star wars fans um which is cool because, you know, we need that to be a good actor for that show and to just carry on the legacy of George Lucas is to have good-minded people in line with these shows and movies that are to come. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, that's important, I feel like, with any movie. You know, the, the actors have to have a real passion for it, especially if you want to keep making um, movies, shows, so on and so forth. You know, mm-hmm. they got to, you know, live and breathe um star wars or whatever the project may be um very important in christensen teased that the lightsaber duels will be more in line with the prequel trilogy that these characters have aged but not that much yet so that's pretty sweet um he's got i mean i saw a lot that he was saying um did you happen to catch that interview with him or no with hayden um i didn't watch the whole thing i watched snippets of it Okay. Um, well, let's see what else. So <clears throat> he had mentioned that it's so heartwarming for Star Wars fans to finally embrace me. 
I guess the moral of the story is patience, which is hilarious because it's ironic that his character never had patience. <laughs> and he's basically he's come full circle, but um, it's going to be great to have him back into this universe just because I truly loved his performance. And I think a lot of people very, you know, dogged him for so many years with for no reason. Oh, yeah, no, absolutely. Um, I never understood the, you know, hate behind it. Um, Anakin's character is an edgy character. Um, yeah, that's why Hayden Christensen got it. You know, he can he can be an edgy person. Yeah. Um, and I think, you know, I couldn't imagine anyone else being Anakin Skywalker. No, I just feel bad for like the I forget his name. I apologize. But the kid who played Anakin in the first movie because he got bullied so bad. And I mean, Hayden Christensen got bullied too, but I do want to read this snippet from that big interview because it talks about when Hayden got the job for Anakin, um, just his thoughts on it. So it says, I remember when I got the phone call saying that I got the part, I was still in bed, actually in my apartment in Vancouver at the time. I recall walking out after I got the phone call, just sort of stunned and in disbelief by the news, walking into the living room where my roommate was. He was aware that I was waiting for this call and he saw my smile and immediately understood that there was good news. My response was I lit up an imaginary lightsaber. He was a big Star Wars fan too. And he had the soundtrack to episode one. He put the Star Wars soundtrack on and we had this whole imaginary lightsaber duel around our apartment, jumping on all the furniture and just screaming like giddy little children. That's awesome. Honestly, I never heard that. Yeah, that's that's who I want as my Anakin Skywalker. Oh, yeah. Just a really good guy. Yeah, no, that's awesome. Um, Hayden says that Vader is going to be at his prime during Kenobi, that he's a 100% realized Vader. I think this is going to be the most ruthless we've ever seen him in anything. You think it's going to be more ruthless than uh, Rogue One? Yeah. Yeah. I hope you're right. That'd be sweet. I mean, he was pretty badass in Rogue One. Um, well, but that dad Vader right there was even years after this. So, I mean, he's older in that, you know, in that movie. So yeah. we'll see. Very true. Um, McGregor spoke on some of the fan theories, which is hilarious because we talk about theories all the time. Um, I like to look at the people's reactions to the trailers. There are all these people that break it down. Star Wars theory telling their audience what the series is about. And, you know, mainly they're wrong. So that leads me to think that no matter what we've talked about, <laughs> we're still going to be surprised when this all comes out. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, I know me and you have heard spoilers. Um, we didn't mention them last time. Um, mm -hmm. I don't really plan on mentioning them because. Unless you do. Um, no, no, no. Well, I, I don't think that really is going to, you know, affect my experience. Um, with this show at all knowing that ahead of time if it's even true i think it could just be some smoke it could yeah but what i'm seeing and what i'm hearing is it all makes too much sense for those leaks to be true but um one thing i want to touch on is that the director deborah chow confirms that past friends turned enemies will make appearances throughout the series and i know she can't just be talking about vader and obi-wan so who are these past friends turned enemies, in your opinion? You know, when you hear that, you can think of uh, people like Ahsoka, possibly um, Yoda even. 
Um, I think that's very possible. Um, I know we said this early on, but I don't think he gets talked enough. Uh, Qui-Gon Jinn, I think he's going to have something to do with this mm-hmm. as a Force ghost. Um, you know, th- those are some some names that come to my mind. Um, Senator Organa. Um, you yeah. Know, he comes to mind as well. I, I'm isn't he pretty much confirmed in this? Yeah, pretty much. I mean, if Leia's in it, he's gotta be in it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, it's just gonna be super interesting to see where they go with this. Um yeah, think, I'm I'm definitely excited to see some cameos for sure. I think we're gonna get Tamar Morrison playing Cody. You think? I think we're gonna get a clone. Because they're working for the Empire still. So he'll be with Emperor or Vader or, I mean. Well, no, they're all converted to Stormtroopers now. At this point? Yeah. Oh. I thought that they still had some of the clones until. When when would would that have been? Well, this takes place, what, 10 years after Revenge of the Sith? Yeah, roughly. Yeah, because they phased out of the clones pretty quick. Oh, dang. Well, then maybe Rex or... I don't know. I mean, because those guys are still roaming around, but... Yeah, definitely. Those are definitely still possible. Um, I'm not saying they're wrong. Yeah. But I, I just... I'm pretty sure that they're all um, stormtroopers now. Gotcha. See, that'd be a cool series, too. If they just did a series on, like, the storm... Like, the phasing out of clones into the stormtroopers. Like, that'd be, like, a cool Bad Batch, like... Not Bad Batch, but like just an animated show if they're not going to be able to do it live action. Yeah, I sort of think that's what the Bad Batch is going to go for, honestly. Mm-hmm. Um, we kind of witnessed it with season one with the Bad Batch. You know how they we started seeing different armor. Oh, yeah. um, slowly, they were uh, starting to recruit for Stormtroopers. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I, I think that all happened. They all phased out the clone troopers within... I don't know. I don't remember the exact date. I watched a video on it before. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to say it was like five years. Maybe I could be very wrong, um, but I, I'm pretty sure they were phased out before 10 years for sure. Okay. Definitely something that we can research more and talk about later. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so they just announced that there is officially a sequel to Jedi Fallen Order and that the title is going to be Star Wars Jedi Survivor. And I think that's where we're going to get Cal Kestis for sure. Hoping that he makes a cameo in um, Kenobi, but I think uh, he's going to be the main character again for sure. Because they got to continue the story. Oh, yeah. No, absolutely. Absolutely. Are you going to play this one? Yeah, I think so. Because I already saw like the storyline for the first one. So like, I'm not going to go back and play it now. Mm-hmm. But I think it'd be worth playing this new one. It's definitely worth still playing the... Uh first one i still i mean i went back and started playing it again have no so okay so uh, here's the thing if cal kestis does make it to live action then that's my reason to go back because i want to know his full story that's fair absolutely it it would be worth it for me to go back and play it Mm -hmm. um i've got one more thing before we dive into our final thoughts before kenobi uh i do want to bring up that the Star, or I'm sorry, the Spider-Man trilogy director John Watts is developing a series like a galactic version of a classic Amblin 80s adventure film 
set after Return of the Jedi, after the fall of the Empire. And then it says that he's casting four kids, 11 to 12 years old. Does that give any like Stranger Things vibes to you? Uh, I mean, I, I would definitely, I could definitely see how it would give Stranger Things vibes. Um, we'll just have to find out a little bit more about the plot, I guess. Um, but yeah, very, very possibly. I see where you're, where you're going with the, the Stranger Thing vibes, though. Mm-hmm. Um, my biggest thing is if people don't know what a classic Amblin 80s film is, um, for reference, it could be Back to the Future, E.T., The Goonies, just those 80s films of like just setting on a path of an adventure. Um, it could be fun, but we'll see if they, you know, get the right vibe going for that. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Uh, definitely, definitely excited to hear more about that. You got any lasting thoughts before uh, Kenobi comes out? Anything? Uh, you know, day's coming sooner and sooner. Um, today, we're recording this on the 18th. Um, so we're approximately, oh, what is that? Nine days. Mm-hmm. Nine days, roughly. When this comes um, out, it'll be six days. Yes. Yes. Because we're staying up all night. <laughs> yeah. We still got to figure out that live stream. Um, but we'll talk about that off air. Um, what about you, Dylan? What are you looking forward to with uh, Kenobi? Just Vader. Vader, Vader, Vader. I, actually, no, I take that back. I don't even care to see Vader. I care to see Anakin. Like, I need flashbacks. I just need, like, Clone Wars flashbacks. Yeah, hopefully we can get some of those. Um, but yeah, uh, definitely. Oh, I remember what I was going to ask you. No, uh, do you think we're going to get Vader Night One? No. Well, if we do, it's the second episode at the very end to leave as a cliffhanger for Episode Three. Good point. Good point. Which but, would almost be ironic because Episode Three, Revenge of the Sith, was the making of Vader, or like the first appearance of Vader. So then it'd be kind of like ironic if the third episode of Kenobi was the first time we get Vader, but yeah, that makes absolute sense. Actually, uh, I didn't think about that, but um, yeah, that's all I have um before Kenobi. All right, why don't we take it to the ad break? And when we come back, we've got three blue milks. Oh yeah, it's now time for those three blue milk, 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 milks. Brandon, you it's ready? milk time. Ah. So, Big Blue Milk number one. Disney quoted, After Solo, we've come to the conclusion that recasting roles in Star Wars doesn't work. Ewan McGregor as Obi-Wan Kenobi, Donald Glover as Lando Calrissian, perfect examples of recasting in Star Wars working. What are your thoughts on Disney saying that recasting roles in Star Wars doesn't work? Uh, I think that's a lie personally i do too we got literally mcgregor as obi-wan kenobi and that was the perfect recast and you're telling me recasting doesn't work it just doesn't make sense to me because i mean i don't know in a sense like i understand the whole like theory on han solo being recast it doesn't work but you can't always just cgi mark hamill you know what i mean 
Yeah. Yeah, no, exactly. Um, especially for like Solo. I mean, that movie on Solo was a younger version of him, too. Right. Yeah. And like even that, though- I, I really didn't see a problem with it. I mean, no, he looked pretty similar to him. I mean, yeah. I no. thought he played great personally i i agree he's cocky and arrogant just like solo was i mean yep no i agree one thousand percent i don't understand that theory but number two will vader return to tatooine um i say no he will not i don't think so either i think he hates that place so much that that was the last place he would have expected if he knew about his kids that would be the last place he expected him to go yeah, and he doesn't want to destroy it either because he has a lot of business that goes out there too. Yeah, that's why you basically see all of the Inquisitors going to Tatooine because he will not. Yeah, they go for him. Uh, my final big blue milk for you. Does Uncle Owen know that Anakin is Vader? Absolutely, he does. You think so? Absolutely. And that's, I know 100% he knows it's Vader. I don't think he knew for a while, but he knows. I don't think he knew when Obi-Wan gave him the baby. I think Obi-Wan didn't even know he was Vader until we see in this series. I think that this series is going to be a moment of realization for both him and Uncle Owen when the Inquisitors come to Tatooine. Um, Because why are they searching so bad? Yeah, that's true. Um. I, I do think that, um, yeah, because in the trailer, um, he was talking about how he failed his father, but I guess it could have still been said that he was dead. Yeah. Um, but he knew in A New Hope that um, Anakin was Vader. I'm pretty yeah. sure that was like public knowledge at that point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that my question was more in line for like, before we go into Kenobi, does Uncle Owen know? I think we'll find out during this show whether or not he knows. Yeah, that's that's actually a great question, though. Um, I'm not really sure. I have a feeling that he does know. Um, could be very wrong, though. Yeah. But I'm going to vote yes, he does. Okay. Well, that wraps it up for today's episode of Star Wars Saturday on Refill and Chill. Be sure to check out the episodes on Spotify. Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, and now YouTube. Um, There will be a fun Star Wars Saturday on Thursday for the big Kenobi live stream going up until the episode airs. And then there will be a follow-up podcast right after we watch the two episodes. It's going to be a late night, but we're doing doing it for the fans, doing it for ourselves, doing it for Kenobi. It's going to be great. Yeah, um, you know, it's going to be hard to stay up that late, but I'm going to do it. Oh, Mike Tortorella said he's bringing 10 cases of Red Bull. Uh, I'm getting at least myself a case of Monster. Okay, fine. (laughs) Well, that's going to wrap it up. Um, We'll see you guys next week when we get to Kenobi. Cannot wait to embark on this journey with you and with all of you guys listening um we're in for a treat we just gotta sit back and we're gonna just enjoy this because i mean if they flop it's it's pretty much over in my opinion but yeah i'll still watch it but they gotta land this
Yeah, they, they've been building up way too much hype behind it to uh, flop. I uh, can't, you okay. can't pull a book of boba. No, no, not at all. But all right, we'll see you guys next week. Bye. Peace. There's a place off Ocean Avenue Where I used to sit and talk with you We were both 16 and it felt so right Sleeping all day, staying up all night Never take a day off Work around the clock My engineer getting paid off Rock like Ace up Like the weed and take off So high can I see Eight off Never take a day off Now I got these rappers all Breaking up a sweat Cause every time I get up on the mic I come correct And I learned it from the best So we dressing something fresh With the full little dime Big button nice chest Chill out, dig what?